0: Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave and joining me after a, I don't want to say long hiatus, but I have no idea when the last episode was, but Jenny's here.
1: I'm back. I'm back. I did not die. I'm still alive. I had to break myself free of prison, but I am here.
0: Yes. Those internet rumors of her demise were greatly over-exaggerated.
1: I had, I had people to help me with those lies. I had to keep some, some angst in the world.
0: Rumor spreading is fun.
1: Yes, rumor spreading is awesome. (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, This week on the podcast, because why not? Everybody does it. Uh, We're going to talk about the Netflix effect, what it's done to TV series. I guess if you can even call them that anymore, just original shows, we can call them 42 minute dramas or half hour dramas or comedies. I don't know what you're going to call them anymore. But streaming television shows uh, and movies and documentaries from Netflix and that that kind of thing, because I don't know anybody out there that's watched everything that's on Netflix, but I bet you somebody has watched all of Netflix. And to them, I say, why?
1: I say, amen, man. You
0: Good have, job. You have too much Keeping time. it real. And how did you do it? <laughs>
1: They don't sleep.
0: (laughs) Uh, Kind of the effect that the the Netflix, uh, you know, and it trickles down to Hulu and and Amazon Prime. And uh, I'm sure Apple TV is going to get in on the game sometime soon. Uh, You know, all of that junk. Um, And the effect it's had on episodic television on TV. And which do you prefer? We're not going to, you know, get lengthy debates because I think I know where Jenny stands on it and where I stand on it. And it's on opposite sides of the fence. You and I
1: never, <clears throat> uh,
0: never. I prefer to binge watch. She would rather watch it live, um, with you know, so the, there's the water cooler effect the next day and that kind of thing. Um, per, me personally, uh, people suck, and I would just rather watch it and talk about the whole thing at one time and then walk away from those people because I work with idiots.
1: Just <laughs> Not,
0: not the, not the podcast people. The people at my my daytime job are idiots.
1: You're on a roll tonight.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it could be because okay. of not having medicine and this country blows and that's it. Healthcare sucks. That's the end of that. I'm not getting political. I just say the medical system in this world is a piece of garbage. Amen. Yeah, you know all about that. Um, All right, so what is the first Netflix-based show you remember watching?
1: Ooh, bass show? Yeah, uh, no, either they created
0: that, it or it's, like, in conjunction with, like, BBC or PBS right, or
1: something. Right, right. Um, oh, you threw me off. Now i got to think of, like, the earliest one that I watched. <laughs>
0: um, I'll say mine, Arrested Development. When they brought Arrested Development but, back.
1: But that was, like, later than some of their other shows, right?
0: That was, like, 2013. I think that was, like, one of their first... I don't know. Maybe it felt like it's going there first because it was somebody else's property.
1: Maybe maybe that's where where I'm like, hmm. Um, well, then mine would probably be on that same kind of realm with uh, The Killing because I loved The Killing when it was on – was it Fox? I can't remember uh, that. AMC. Think AMC. I loved the show and then they, they canceled it without resolving some of the storylines. So when Netflix picked that back up, I was like, yes, let's do this. So I, I'll, I'll go with that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this list and I can't see anything really before 2013, you know, one of the, yeah, I, I want to say,
1: I well, their I first, never...
0: their first commissioned original content series was House of Cards.
1: And people love it. I, t- I tried have you watched I,
0: that? I, I got into it this past year. It's, it's basically the Clintons. It's yeah. 100% the Clintons. And, uh, it may, it would have swayed my voting if I cared. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent bill and Hillary in a, of course, an over-exaggerated dramatic situation. It's not their lives, but it might as well
1: be about them. Yeah. I, I tried to get into it too. and, And I love Kevin Spacey. Like he's amazing, but I got probably six episodes in and it didn't hold me. And people get so upset with me about that. They're like, it's so good. Um, but I'm kind of the same way with Orange is the New Black. People love that show. And I I couldn't I couldn't you get gotta, into it at
0: all. You got to get to the season where Jimmy Simpson shows up on House of Cards. Like, mean, He's the worth the price of admission for that show.
1: Well, he's the worth the price of admission on any show.
0: And then plus Joel Kinnaman, I think was in the most recent season. And you're just talking about the killing and Kate, Kate Mara, you saw Corey Stoll is a great actor in that show. And, they cycle in and out. Uh, Constant Zimmer is awesome. mira Hashala Ali.
1: Well, I mean, their their awards alone that they have yeah. won for that show proves that. Thumbs up. Yeah, I just right. I per- it's one of those things too. I, it's like I
0: could never watch Mad Men. I tried and I couldn't. I hated it. It was so boring. You know
1: what's funny is I I loved the way Mad Men looked. Mad Men looked, but I. I didn't care for the storyline, which is funny with me, with my advertising degree, you would think that I was totally be like, yes, we're doing this. Cigarettes and
0: alcohol in the office. Let's do it.
1: Rock on. And it looks, it's beautiful the way it looks, but I, I hated every character on the show. And I think that, I think that's the problem I have with a lot of shows. I, I, I love villains. I love horror. I love, I love deep, dark storylines and such. But you have to have you have to have a balance with the characters, and I think that's why I don't care about like House of Cards is because everyone's gross, <laughs> even when they're not trying to be gross. The episodes I watched, every person was unlikable.
0: Yeah, that and, happens on that show, especially even the people who are doing good do terrible things.
1: Yeah, we we're, we're. I mean, as a comparison, like you'll take shows where the characters are a little more layered, where even though. There's no good characters. They've got sort of defining traits that makes you curious what they might do. You know that they won't always do bad, and when they do good, it still surprises you. Mm-hmm. I never I never got that feeling with House of Hearts, but again, that's my preference. And the way it's filmed is beautiful. The acting and the casting is top-notch. Right. It's right. just one of them, the storyline itself and the character development never struck a chord personally with me.
0: Um, I, I I started watching Hemlock Grove. Uh that's like that werewolf thing that they did. Yeah. And I never finished the first season. Or maybe I did and I didn't start the second season. One of the two.
1: I think the, the show that I haven't seen that I want I think I might put on my next is Marco Polo. Everybody says tells me that it's kind of like Spartacus but with um Genghis Khan. <laughs> that was only
0: like, yeah, that was only two seasons that ended.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I might I might move on to that, but they just every time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back and watch this. They come out with a new show that's more exciting that I jump on first. It's like the stuff they've come out in the last year alone, it's like I can't watch them fast enough.
0: Well, there's a show. Okay, Orange is the New Black. I enjoyed for the first three seasons, like two and a half. And then you know, season three, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna finish it. And then. Season four, I have not watched yet. And then they've been renewed for three more seasons. And I'm kind of like, what have you, have done it all. What, what else can you tell? Like, I don't think she was even in jail in real life for this long. I could be wrong, but.
1: I was going to say, do they all have life sentences?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's gotten out and gone back in or something like that. One of the characters has gotten out and come back and like, it's like, what is even happening here? Like, this (laughs) is supposed to be like based on the life of this one woman. And it's the guy that did Weeds, so that's a little attractive because I liked Weeds. It was funny. But, yeah, it's just too repetitive at this point. And it's, I don't I don't know if I'll ever watch season four, which means I'm probably not going to watch five, six, or seven. Uh, Sense8 was another one I never got into. Um, I just didn't care. Narcos is one I want to watch really bad. I hear really good things, and I've seen trailers <laughs> before movies for that show.
1: That's the, that's the same with me. Like I want to. Like I've heard amazing things about Narcos, and I've also heard great things about The Crown. And both of those, I'm like, all right, I'll add that to the list too. Right. <laughs>
0: and then there's the OA, which is only or the OA. I should say it's not the OA. The OA. I'm. I have two episodes, two and a half episodes left, and I just. <laughs> I, I've gone back and started watching Buffy and The Office, like with just to have on in the background, like when I'm either trying to sleep or just writing or whatever. And like, I can't, I, I just, maybe it's because my life is so busy. Like I just don't have time to sit down and concentrate on a show like the OA, which I really enjoyed the first six episodes for. And now I have two left and I want to know what happens. And I just, can't. that
1: was, that was on my next list. Like that was going to be the one that I started after I, I just finished um, frontier. The new one with Jason Moma. It was only six episodes. That's
0: and- on Netflix though. That's yeah. not, is it? I don't see it I'm yeah. on this list here. Yeah.
1: yeah, frontier. I'm pretty sure frontier. Uh, Netflix. Yeah, maybe it's because
0: it it's just in, aired. Maybe way. it's not all Netflix. It's in partnership with something else. Let me just...
1: It's a it's a Canadian based TV show. Netflix and Discovery Channel came out with it, but it it aired on Netflix. Um, and it was it was good. It it's really funny because it's kind of a similar storyline that taboo is going on right now kind of the fur trade and the the different imports and exports of like early usa type things like Mm -hmm. the british versus the french and all that and it was it was good it it didn't have a high production value but the storyline was good so i i watched that and i was like okay now that i finished that i'm gonna move into oa but then they came out with the series of unfortunate events so i moved that in front of oa and oa slowly gets push down the line and I'm like I gotta get to the mall
0: yeah I still haven't watched I mean that wasn't like I never read the book I just saw the movie and I kind of only watching it because of Neil Patrick Harris so (laughs) um yeah I mean something else that Netflix offers is the stand-up comedy I don't know if this matters to you at all but uh I will always just throw on you know, whatever they have for any actor or any comedian. I like like Aziz Ansari, Bill Burr, uh, where are the other ones? Oh, Jim Jeffries, Doug Benson's got a bunch on there or a couple. Like he's got to stand up and then he's got his documentaries that he does. Uh, Anthony Jesselnik is always good. John Mulaney and like Tom Segura, Hannibal Buress, Patton Oswalt, uh, had one last year. I think he's got another one coming up too, but
1: I can't get enough. Pat. <clears throat> he's amazing.
0: David Cross is, he's okay. He can be too political for my comedy. Like, I get it. I get it. You don't believe in God. You don't, you don't like Republicans.
1: (laughs) You know what? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of defend him, but also totally agree with you. His older stuff is like, shut up. You, what is it? Shut up. You stupid baby. That album. I absolutely love. There are the Ricky Henderson bit in there. I still say that as a joke. It's hilarious, but I just saw his last stand-up on HBO or one of those, and there was some good laughs, but it wasn't anything I would go back to, so I disagree with you on the fact that his older stuff is amazing, but his newer stuff, I'm totally on board with you.
0: Uh, Dimitri Martin, he's another good one. Uh, What is the one I'm looking for? Oh, Brent Morin and Chris Delia, Delia, Delia. They were on that show, oh boy, I can't remember, it was on NBC, it was a sitcom, but it was funny, and their stand-up is great, I think. Brent Moran probably only did the one stand-up thing, he's not really a stand-up guy, I think they did it just to try to promote the show. Anyway, so they do a bunch of stand-up stuff on Netflix, and I think that's that's awesome, that's just like an hour just to sit back and hear funny junk thrown at you. Uh, their documentaries, <coughs> um, I mean, you don't have to really look any further than making a murderer, really. So good. Uh, But there's a ton of other stuff like White Rabbit.
1: They're coming out with a season two, right? Like, because the story just continues to get weirder and weirder.
0: Yeah, they've been filming this since like 2001, something like that, like the first season. So, yeah, I think it's been renewed and I'm pretty sure they're obviously got to be filming all the stuff that's been going on right now with with Brandon and (laughs) his release and all that stuff. Uh, Or the White Rabbit Project, which is basically the new Mythbusters um, kind of a docu-series, I guess. I didn't finish it. I, the one episode is all I got, and then I got sidetracked. I was not ever really a huge Mythbusters fan, but the girl on it's hot. <laughs> no, they're they're always pretty funny, and some of that stuff. I used to, when I worked at Radio Shack, we used to just throw, like, that marathon on, and we'd just have it running, and why not? Uh, but well, you I- know
1: what, oh, I'm, before we get away from that, I think it suffers from the same thing the last season of the Mythbusters suffered from. When they left the Mythbusters and it was just Jamie and Adam, (coughs) I didn't enjoy that season as much. Like it was was missing like a chemistry part. Don't die. You okay?
0: Wow, you can hear me? I thought I muted my microphone.
1: Nope, I can hear you. You sounded like you were dying. I was like, we need the Heimlich.
0: (laughs) Great. Now I got to edit that out. (laughs) <laughs> um, no,
1: I say leave it in because the jokes are funny. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: wow.
1: Um, what I'm saying, though, is like the last season of the Mythbusters without the three of them, where it was just Jamie and Adam, it lost to chemistry. Like it didn't have that same pop that it used to have, if that makes sense. And then when I watched the wh- White Rabbit project, it kind of had that same feeling where it was good and the things were awesome. But – it it was missing something like you um, they almost needed to bounce off of each other. Like you needed that little break in between each and I don't know, but I want to see them totally succeed. Cause I love those three.
0: Yeah, maybe that's, that could be it. <clears throat> and yes, they didn't hear me coughing. You did. I forgot. That's how the soundboard works. Ah, okay. <clears throat> I can mute okay. it for the microphone or, or for the recorder, but not for you. I could, ah. I could mute it, but that's turning down two knobs and forget that. That's too much work. um, <clears throat> Season six of the, the Clone Wars, Star Wars animated Clone Wars, that was released on Netflix only. So that was fun because you got to see that finish up. And then Black Mirror season three was a kind of continuation that wasn't a Netflix show, but it's a BBC show that Netflix kind of acquired.
1: Amazing! I could still, <laughs> like, if there's nothing on and I just need something in the background, I can throw on any episode of the Black Mirror.
0: Would you say that <clears throat> that is your favorite Netflix series? Or do you yeah.
1: I, I think that would be a fair statement.
0: Black Mirror. Okay. Cause I, I cannot not say Stranger Things.
1: Stranger Things is up there. Like, I uh, I love them for two different reasons, though. Like, Black Mirror, I love because it's like the Twilight Zone. It's kind of like what, you know, when Christmas is coming around, they always have the marathon of, and no matter what I'm doing, I'll, I'll throw it mm-hmm. on and I'll catch a couple episodes. Um, <laughs> They're just weird and awesome. Stranger Things, though, I'm more invested in because I don't get invested in the characters of Black Mirror. It's more the storyline. Right. And in Stranger Things, I'm invested in the characters, and I want to know what happens next. So they're almost – it's almost like a duel for two separate reasons because well, Stranger Things was epically done.
0: When I was thinking about why I haven't finished the OA yet, I thought about Stranger Things. Stranger Things was a show I couldn't stop watching. And it, it wasn't because uh, I need to finish this so I can start talking to people about it. It was because, I I mean, aside from Winona Ryder, I, there wasn't a character that I didn't care about. Like, they were all cool. They were all awesome. And I wanted to see the story finish up because it was stylistically amazing. And it reminded me of being a kid in the 80s and, you know, not having to worry about being abducted every time you went out at nighttime um, until, you know. That started happening across America, and we had twenty-four hour news channels to cover all of that. But yeah, it was fear is insidious. It was nostalgic, and so and for me, the story was great, and it was it was a cool new kind of original thing. And uh, season two can't get here fast enough. But that'll be oh, dude,
1: the the Super Bowl trailer. I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, I saw the
0: the Ghostbuster outfits they were wearing in a picture before the trailer got released, and I thought, yeah, that's perfect.
1: Oh, everything about it, too, just looks, I mean, the direction they're going with the storyline is, it's everything sci-fi that I love. So um, I can't wait. Like, it can't get here fast enough.
0: Yeah, it looks good. Uh, Um,
1: mm Want to know what, what I I don't know if it's up yet or not, but Netflix has a new show coming out that I cannot wait for. Um, Have you seen the uh, trailer for Santa Clarita Diet?
0: Uh, it's up. I think I'm pretty sure I keep is seeing it? ads for it, but, uh, no, I have not watched Yeah. It came out last week, February 3rd. Uh,
1: that that's Timothy is Ola fantastic.
0: Idea. So, I mean.
1: Exactly. Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah. I don't really care, um, about the little girl from easy, <laughs> e. but it's Ola fantastic.
1: It is Ola fantastic.
0: And he's my, he's, he's
1: on my list of boyfriends. Like, <laughs> he is, he is adorable. But yeah, the whole the whole idea of that show is.
0: Oh, Nathan Fillion's in it. Andy Richter, <laughs> Patton Oswalt's in it. Uh, Portia de Rossi, Tom Tom Lennon. Wow. All right. Derek Waters, Ryan Hansen, Robbie Patel. Yeah, I can see that being a pretty funny show.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks good. <clears throat>
0: And it's only um, half hour, so you can kill ten episodes in in two sittings. Totally, it's only got a sixty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: It's not bad. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: um, what else? So,
0: <clears throat> well, then there's the whole uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe that is on Netflix, or their extended branch of that tree with daredevil jessica jones luke cage and uh in march we got the trailer for it today when we're recording this but uh iron fist comes out in just about a month from right now and i can't wait it looks awesome but daredevil was such a huge hit luke cage was a was a big hit jessica jones was kind of their underachiever um it was good it just wasn't great but uh yeah the iron fist looks looks fantastic and then they'll, that'll lead to the defenders and then we also got the punisher coming later this year and uh, all of those shows have been really well done. And a lot of that is Netflix's fault.
1: So blame them. Yeah. I, you know what though, that, and I know you and I disagree on this, but that's, that's one of those that it's an oversaturated market. And, and I, I'm, I agree with you on the fact that there's a lot of, it's awesome that there's so much comic related stuff out there. It's super cool. But I, I wasn't, I'm not a huge like superhero fan, but I watched Daredevil because everybody's like, it's really good. And I loved it. I'm like, this is awesome. But then there's so many shows now and I don't even know who they are. So I don't have any real excitement to jump in. So I think that they're, they're more focused on the people that are really about the comic books, like really about the superhero genre. And I'm, i I guess I'm not. Cause I, I had no desire to watch Jessica Jones and I don't even know who Luke Cage is, so there's nothing that pulls me into it, because I'm like, if you told me that, it, you know, Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, that's that one guy that can do this, or you tell me it's Superman, oh, it's that guy that flies and he's the good guy. You, you know these characters, and, and I, I don't have any clue who Jessica Jones is. I have no clue who Luke Chip Cage is, so I never gone into them. Like Iron Fist, I saw the trailer and it looks cool, but it's also... Looks like the rest of them, in my opinion. And I'm sorry, but it's like ah, there's it's, too many.
0: It's a different story. They're all different. It's very different stories. Jessica Jones is a superhero story that's never, never been told um, between any any hero character comic book. It's barely a comic book show. It's more of a drama or a psychological thriller. With Luke Cage, that's that's kind of black exploitation. Um, kinda. Uh, they they do rely on it a little bit, and it's fun, and it's, you know, for me, it's the story. Like, I never cared. Daredevil was, like, the only one I really cared about in comics, <clears throat> but Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, I didn't care about. Um, you know, to be honest, Green Arrow wasn't a character I cared about. Um, any of the Legends of Tomorrow are pretty much all characters I didn't care about before, um, and, you know, that show might be fading, but at the same time... I'm enjoying the Marvel shows for what they are. It's just a show about a new character. It's 13 episodes that I get to learn about this new character. If I you know didn't already research it enough for other things, other purposes, but I just kind of enjoy it for the reason of enjoying it. Like this is a new thing. I don't need to know anything about it. I can just sit down and enjoy it. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, you know, it's well, what and, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that they're, they're totally hitting on the head with coming out with the Punisher show, just for the simple fact that um, season two, of Daredevil it was good could care less about the electric character. Like it, that I wanted to just fast forward the episodes with her, but the, the Punisher storyline was so well done in the second season of Daredevil, like top notch that I wanted to watch more than of him than I did of Daredevil. And that says a lot. So I'm excited that they are doing that one. And what's his name? Uh, uh
0: John Bernthal.
1: Yeah greatest cast for that character in my honest opinion. So, so pros and cons.
0: Right. And to be to be fair, it was only supposed to be these four shows and then the miniseries of them coming together. Um so, I mean, it wasn't meant to branch off into other characters, but of course, if it's going to be successful and they can see dollar signs, they're going to do it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but I think there's that fine line of it might be like you know when you <laughs> it's a stupid analogy, but when you eat a lot of cake you don't really get excited when somebody gives you a piece of cake. And I kind of like that with, and I know you and I disagree on that, but it, it, that's kind of where I'm at. And Netflix, I think are running the market with the, uh, with the superheroes.
0: It's just, so. it's just Marvel. It's just those four. I mean, and then Punisher so which is, the isn't, out, isn't out yet. So I don't count it yet, Right. but I mean, it's the same as anything. I mean, do they make too many documentaries? Do they make too many uh, lawyer shows? God? Yes. They make too many sit- or, uh, procedural like cop shows. Unbelievably, yes, and they'll never stop. They'll just keep making them. You know, we have Chicago Fire, Hope, and Police, and it's never going to end. As long as there's cities, just like the the whole reality show thing is never going to end anymore. We're going to get new reality shows about people who are janitors or people who work at gas stations. It's just going to keep happening, and you know, as long as people are watching it, it's just going to keep happening, whether it's good or bad
1: true because for some reason
0: people watch kardashian crap and i don't get it
1: (laughs) i know um ncis has like 900 different versions of ncis so
0: i don't understand that or csi or law and order don't get it
1: i get them all mixed up if you showed me law and order csi and ncis and told told me to name what the shows were they would all be the same show with me
0: And then people got that with vampire shows and zombie shows and you know, it's yeah. just, it's the cycle thing. What about comedies? Cause there's a lot of stand like sitcoms on Netflix. And one I, in particular I want to watch because I'm rewatching the office is unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I've only watched like a couple episodes of the first season and so far it's good, but I have not finished it yet.
1: Uh, I just got <clears> done <throat> watching with Bob and David, uh, the Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Oh, right. And it's, it's definitely like the old school comedy skit type show, and it was it was fun. If you, it, I think it's Mr. Takes show a, style. Yeah, it was to, it was a total revamp of Mr. Show completely, Um, which I think if you're a fan of Mr. Show and that type of comedy, you'll love with Bob and David. If but I think it takes a certain person to like it. It's kind of like it takes a certain person to like Kids in the Hall. You know, not it's not something that
0: oh, you mean Canadians to
1: everyone? Canadians, yeah. Right. <laughs> It's not something that speaks to everyone, but I, I had a good time watching it.
0: Mm. The state people that like the state, that's a certain niche of comedian or comic fans.
1: Yep. Yep. You want to know which one though, that I've been told numerous times that I need to watch and I've never watched it and flaked. No. Um, uh, Bojack Horseman.
0: Oh, sure.
1: I've heard that it's like, it's really dry humor but it's, it's three, very three realistic seasons. humor. Yes. I know. People love it. Like if like you don't hear people talk about it enough, but the people who do talk about it they're just like I don't get why people aren't watching it. It is genius comedy. So I can't say that that's true cuz I've never watched it, but I definitely one day think that I may need to see an episode. Yeah. See what all this talk is about. <clears throat>
0: um uh, what was I looking for? Uh, Netflix has made movies now too. And, uh, you know, a lot of them are what you'd expect from, uh, like straight to sci-fi channel movies. There's quite a few of those, but there's some good ones. I mean, uh, Adam Sandler's got some weird deal where he's just making a bunch of movies for Netflix and uh, I haven't watched a single one of them. So <laughs> uh. one thing I I didn't see is like Dave Chappelle has like three stand stand-up specials that he's got to deal with Netflix for. Oh yeah. I will watch all three of them. Two of them are coming in twenty seventeen, the other one's coming in TBA to be announced. But yeah, I'm all about that. And they're doing Watership Down animated miniseries. Oh yeah, I did hear about that with BBC. Oh, that
1: sounds awesome. Except I'm s I'm so nostalgic <laughs> to the old school one that I'm I get nervous when they remake things. <laughs> I like that old cartoon.
0: Yeah, right. Um let's see here. Oh, these are just distribution shows. These are shows, like, they get credit for when they air them. Like, uh, I don't know. It's Better Call Saul always has, like, a Netflix thing on it. Like, if you watch it, you can watch it on Netflix and it's got the Netflix logo. Right. Which is always weird to me. I'm like, that's an AMC show. What are you talking about? Uh, Orphan Black. Well, and
1: that's that. That's probably <laughs> a good conversation, though, to to talk about is, you know how, like, the different streaming companies, they, they get their deals with what they can promote. Mm-hmm. Netflix will get a season, but it's usually like a year after the season's aired. Where like Hulu, you can you can stream it and watch it, you know, the moment it comes out. Um, well, actually, you,
0: I didn't add into that, uh, CW has a new deal with Netflix, so that once the season finale airs, the entire season's on Netflix now.
1: See, I think that's cool. I think it's totally cool, but it's hard to like, like you can't find Vikings on on Netflix. Right, which you're like, that's a great show. How do I get that?
0: That's a studio so, thing. ABC has the same thing, like ABC yeah. Studio stuff. Like, I can't watch Castle for whatever reason on Netflix.
1: Yeah, but then, but then you can on Hulu. So it's like, how many streaming things are we going to need? Like,
0: kind of refuse Hulu. Hulu's annoying to me. I don't know why. That's just one of those streaming. Like, I've I've got Amazon Prime, and I'll because I like Prime for ordering things, but then I get the movies and stuff, and I'll, that's fine. Because I can watch Batman animated series on there, and <laughs> <clears throat> there's no commercials. But like Hulu, there's commercials, even if you pay. And that's like what? What? What am I? Yeah, it's like regular pay- streaming. What am I paying TV? for here? Yeah. So, um, I guess the biggest thing, and I'll forever be a Netflix fan, is because with the help of Kickstarter, they're gonna have mystery Science Theater 3000 this year. And yes. Brand new episodes, season eleven. Coming to you on Netflix only, and I can't wait. It warms my heart.
1: That what you just said right there was the exact feeling that like where you just feel warm and fuzzy inside. When I heard about Pee-wee's Big Holiday, <laughs> I was just like, "They're doing a, a new Pee-wee movie, right?" I and and if you haven't seen it, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and and what's cool about this MST revival i guess is the people that they're putting involved with it i'm already fans of like like jonah ray i'm a fan of because a nerdist and felicia day i don't know how you don't love felicia day like you just look at the woman and you're you're in love with her <laughs> um and then Pat oswalt is the is the tv's son of tv's frank genius it's perfect casting like i don't know why it works so well but it does, and then the new the bots have new voices and stuff. And I should know those names. Oh, Baron Vaughn and Hampton. Yacht. there we go. And it's gonna be great. I just can't wait. I just want to know what movies they're doing, and I just want to see it all. And yeah.
1: and are and and it's quality. What Netflix net, blah, 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 right. Netflix is getting too. Like they're um they're set to produce the uh, new Brad Pitt uh, movie. Um, uh, crap, it's a war movie. Of course um, it is. What is what is War Machine so they they dropped a huge amount of money on that. Um, I think it 's going through Plan B, which is pitt 's production company but it's giving it's giving production companies like a new outlet to deal with you know whereas before it 's like, well, Warner Brothers is going to produce this, and paramount 's got this one, and we 're going to go through sony it 's given this whole new powerhouse to the to the game, but it 's kind of working alongside it, which is it's changing the business, I think. You know, does that make sense?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, just to begin with, if you're doing a TV show on on here, it's all coming down at once. So you're done with the whole show before it even airs. So it's kind of like making an eight-hour movie or a thirteen-hour movie. You you don't have you know they always talk about when they're filming a new show, they're like six episodes in before it's released on you know the pilot comes out on TV and they have no idea what people are going to think about it. And they've already been six episodes done. And that doesn't really give them any room to kind of adjust with what people are enjoying in six episodes. So I never understood why Ed Network just dropped a show after like two episodes. Like, they haven't found their footing. And that's clear. And right. with, with Netflix, it's... You're all, you're all in. Like, here it is. We're dropping all of them. If they don't like it, we'll, you know, you're done. No more. And yeah. I think I think that's... You know, you spent all your money on on the one season and whatever but it's always there. People can always consume it and I mean it's kind of like what are you what are you really losing?
1: Right. Well, it, but that that's the cool thing too. Like I was saying about it's it's opening up the market for like the smaller things. Like Beast of No Nation would never have gotten made if it wasn't for for someone like Netflix. It might have went to like a really small indie house and maybe went in a few indie theaters, but it wouldn't have gotten near the airplay if it wasn't promoted by Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that if you haven't seen that it's 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 a rough watch but it's it's definitely a great a great movie um it's one of the, one of the better dramas i think netflix has put out super intense but yeah it's the, they wouldn't get made you know it's and it's the same thing of like why arrested development ended up on it and and all sorts of you know all sorts of other shows that would, like black mirror It was done in Britain. It started back up because Netflix grabbed it. So, super thumbs up.
0: Yeah, and there's movies like, you know, the sci-fi movies that you know if if they weren't made by Netflix, they would have been poorly made for the sci-fi channel like Sharknado and not hit like Sharknado. But like a movie like ARQ, I really enjoyed that movie. And that was, you know, seemingly just a throwaway movie or Spectral I'm hearing good things about. And, you know, again it doesn't seem like it's something that was made with the intent of being a blockbuster movie and it's just made to tell a story. Yeah. And it's kind of opening a door for somebody who may not want to deal with a huge studio, just be left on their own, tell their movie and not have Netflix say, "Uh, let's do this. Let's make her naked. Cause sex sells.
1: Sex does sell.
0: And it doesn't sex have anything, to, anything to do with the story, but make her naked. <clears throat> um, there's lots of kids stuff. There's like a ton of like cartoons and animated stuff. Like, uh, what, what, what just came back? What am I looking for? What is the name of the stupid oh, Voltron?
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. Voltron. I, I was
1: not aware of this.
0: Uh, it's like in its second season now.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And, the uh, the kid from what's that show? I don't watch that show either. Adventure time. He's does a voice. Stephen Yun from Walking Dead is the voice. Hmm. Tyler Labine, Reese Darby, Reese Darby's in it. That's one reason enough. That's a reason enough to watch it.
1: <laughs> Reese Darby, anything and everything. Just saying.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he needs to be in everything, and he's not.
1: He's he's a. I went and saw a um, at midnight live taping, and mm-hmm. he was one of the guests, and. Even if he didn't have something funny to say, he would just keep talking until it became funny. <laughs> I was, I'm like, I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's
0: the best. Uh, and it gives life to, I, I don't really call them rebootings. I guess for me, a reboot would be starting over. Right. Uh, Fuller House is a continuation.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Not so much a reboot. I mean, they're telling a similar story, but with the same characters we already know. So like Ghostbusters is a reboot because it's new characters in a world where there was no other Ghostbusters, but if they had done what the first trailer says to happen where, you know, back in the eighties, four guys took on ghosts and now there's girls taking on ghosts, that would be a continuation. Right. So yeah, Fuller House, not a reboot, but uh, I've heard good things. The Ranch, I guess people like. That's that.
1: What is that one?
0: Uh, It's that comedy with the two dudes from the 70s show, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson. Huh. Yeah, I I have no interest in watching it, but also Sam Elliott is in it, of course. Uh, And I think he's trying to get all the That 70s show people to appear on it. I think think Wilmer Valderrama has appeared on it once.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's trying. I think I read an article where he's trying to do that, kind of like what they did. Uh... On that Tim Allen show, where you got all the home improvement people that come on. I don't remember what the name of that show is. I don't either. Man something. I'm a Republican. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's all he talks about. Uh, but here it's funny. It's Tim Allen. Tim Allen is pretty funny. What is it called? Last Man Standing. There it is. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Internet.
1: Thank you, Internet.
0: Um, oh, so, I guess, talk about why you don't think the Netflix model is a good model. Is that we should at least bring it up.
1: <laughs> it's not that it's, I don't <clears throat> think it's a or good model. not, like, not
0: the end-all be-all where all TV should be going.
1: I, I do not think it's something that all TV should be going. That I will agree. <clears throat> I think there's a place for it. I, it. Since it is a Netflix show, I know I'm going to get 12 episodes. I know I can binge-watch. I'm cool with that. But... I'm a firm believer of the weekly serials, you know, the the old school where you, you leave wanting to know what's next without having to have that instant gratification. I love the, like we've talked before the water cooler talks. I love that walking dead is on Sundays. I can go in and I know Carla in my office is going to run up to me and goes, Oh my God, did you see that. And, and then we're like, oh my gosh, and we just we go crazy because it's so exciting and you have somebody to talk about it. But when when you stream it and you've got the 12 episodes, you have to wait for everybody to catch. Let's say I'm going to start watching it at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to stop until I watch all of them. Well, good for you. I can watch an episode a night. So it's if it's a 10-episode 10, 10 season, it's going to take me 10 days to get where you got through in one night. So you've got that person who's like, Excited to talk to you, but you haven't gotten there yet. And then when you get there and you're excited, you can kind of revive some of their excitement, but it's not the same as what's going to happen next and can't wait till next week. There's, there's a joy to that, that it's why television, I totally believe we're in the golden age of television because you have great shows like that. Like in, in my hood, Walking Dead's definitely up there black cells oh my gosh a season of black cells has been amazing um, taboo all those like I watch it and then I'm anxious for the next week it's it I'm, it sucks when it ends and you're like oh my gosh what's gonna happen but it gives you that whole week to get excited for the next week where when you're binge watching you're just like oh let's do another episode I don't get that same excitement but when Netflix comes like when Black mirror came out, put that on two episodes the first night, next day, two episodes. And I cranked through them as fast as I could. And I loved it, but now they're done. And I haven't, unless we're having conversations like that, I don't think about it that much because it's so far until we get a new season again, instead of 10 episodes that span 10 weeks, Mm -hmm. you did 10 episodes in one night and you have to wait 364 extra days until you get 10 more episodes where you can take 10 weeks out of that. If you did it, once a week. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's pros and cons. I am though all for the weekly programming.
0: Uh, I'm tired of waiting a week. Just give them all to me, but instant gratification. Right. And you can't ever have too much cake. It's pie. You can have way too much pie.
1: <sighs> After a slice of cake, I am done.
0: No, nah, no more cake. I'll throw up <laughs> Eat more cake
1: and eat it too.
0: I will not eat the throw up.
1: Yeah, you will. If you're, if you're doing like an instant gratification, it will become <clears throat> throw up. I'm just saying.
0: That's fine. Then I have more room. <laughs> I have more room for more cake.
1: There you go. Uh,
0: puking, <laughs> puking rally with cake instead of alcohol. <laughs> okay. I need your opinion. You're a woman and uh, this is way off topic. I just saw an article with her name in it. Uh, Felicity Jones from Rogue One. Jenner mm-hmm. so Attractive or not? yeah yeah uh somebody somebody in the the podcasting network does not think she's attractive i think she's gorgeous i just watched inferno and she's in that
1: yeah i like her i, I think she's super attractive i think you know, I don't know what i think it is and and again this is just a woman talking so i have a different perspective than other women and men and all that but when people think of good looking when it comes to a movie star, they think of Christian Dior models or like Angelina Jolie, where there's a sex like theme about them where they are so sexy that they emulate it. The Scarlett Johansson type appearance. So you get somebody like Felicity Jones who is super attractive, except she doesn't emulate sex appeal. Like she doesn't, everything that she does isn't like, cleavage smoky eyed makeup and such there's an audience that doesn't see that and won't count her amongst the the good looking of society it's weird bunch of jerks (laughs) yeah i think she's damn hot uh yeah
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah because i don't know in in inferno she's she's gorgeous i mean rogue one she's kind of meant to be like dirty and uh, but anyway. I thought she was
1: awesome And um, what was the one, uh, The Theory of Everything. <clears throat> she was really good in that, too.
0: I forgot that was her.
1: Yeah, she's the wife. Totally forgot
0: that was her. All right, back to Netflix. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. Like I say, Instagram application. I want all the episodes. That's why I'll wait, like, on a Thursday night till 2.01 or whatever it is in the morning Pacific time to see the first like two episodes of whatever Marvel show gets released. Or now obviously when it happens with stranger things, I'll be up till two Oh one Pacific time to watch the first episode of stranger things season two. And I don't know for me, it's kind of fun. It's like uh, it's like waiting in line to see the newest movie or whatever, the new, whatever movie, even though lines are irrelevant. Now you can buy your tickets 40 days ahead of time and just go walking in. But you know what I mean. <clears throat> you want to be Thank the first.
1: God for, uh, for a science seating. That's, that's all I have to that's say. That's
0: what I'm saying. I don't know. People complain about it because it makes theaters smaller, but get over it.
1: It's the same size theater. They just put numbers on the seats.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of the, re- the reclining <laughs> chairs. That makes the theater oh, yeah. size smaller. And the theater's the same size, but the they they fit less chairs, and I don't care because it is like heaven watching a movie in public. When I can, Yeah, like, it's
1: more... It's more comfortable,
0: right? And I still only spent five dollars to see this movie because I waited till Tuesday. What? That's how it's uh. done. Whereas when I watch something on Netflix, I can lay in bed and watch twenty-three episodes of The Office and realize I'm doing nothing with my life. Sad realization. Exactly. But to wash <laughs> wash away that sad realization, you watch another episode of The Office and then Dwight makes you laugh. And that's just
1: the way it is. Oh, Darkosaurus. Uh, uh yeah,
0: you know, I I don't think there's really much else to talk about with Netflix here. Um so we can kind of veer off and just talk random crap. Um so black sales is in its last season, right?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. And, and, and Vikings? It, um Vikings is actually not. It's just it's completely changed direction oh, okay. since last season um and it's starting a whole an entirely new story arc which which is pretty cool um i didn't think i would would like that they were doing that but this last season was awesome i i, I started it going ah this season's going to suck it was one of the best seasons like it was really good um and the the cast that they they've got for Ragnar's sons the ones that are playing like the one that plays Bjorn Ironside, he's been in there for a few seasons now, and he's awesome. But the guy, I can't think of the actor's name um, that's playing uh, Ivor the Boneless, he is sadistic. Like, he he has nailed the creepy factor in a nutshell. Like, so good. Um, but yeah, it's if you haven't seen the last season, definitely try to find it streaming so you can catch up. It's it's done until next year, but it's it's. I don't know if they've announced that they're on for another season, but they've got it set up that the next season will be good. And it's got um, the guy from the Tudors is coming in next season.
0: Uh, Um, March 17, 2016. History renewed Vikings for a fifth season of 20 episodes. There you go. So that's, yeah. Fourth season started. Fourth season just ended.
1: Yeah. Okay. Then that makes sense. But, um i have to I have to talk up black sales i've I've said it before, like season one and like most of the way through season two it's a good show it's not you know anything to write home to Mom about, but it was a good show, and like you had characters you like, you have characters you hate, you hate, but season three was had so much momentum to it, and they they introduced Blackbeard at the end of season two. And it's basically now season three is The Rise of Long John Silver. And it's got Blackbeard. It's got, it's got every pirate that you ever heard of in a story when you were a kid. And it's dirty. <laughs> it's so good. I, the characters I, I hated – the first few seasons are my favorite characters now. The characters I loved the first few seasons are the characters I can't stand now. Like it's they've done an amazing job with the writing. It's just you know, for Michael Bay, it's 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 pretty epic. I highly recommend.
0: Alrighty. Yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. And were you okay with it?
1: I wasn't really a fan of either team, but I still have a very sore spot with uh, the deflated ball playing one over the Seahawks because of that stupid. Should have gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch yeah, move a few years ago.
0: Don't blame the ball. That was all you guys. You guys could have won that oh, yeah. game.
1: No, well, we should have won. It caused my man to retire. I'm telling you. So I, I just I am not a Brady Bunch fan by any means. And so I was for the Falcons, you know, they, they've never won, you know, a championship like that. I I wanted them, I wanted them to win and it looked good. And then the injuries start happening and then they just, they didn't pull it off, but it was still could have won that
0: game. They should have won that game, but they kept throwing the ball.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what everybody says is just take a knee, just take a knee.
0: Not even that run the ball. Your running back was doing quite well
1: yeah super sad though I'm not a fan of the win but I think, I think it's some a of light. the commercials were Were did you have a favorite commercial
0: I didn't get I only got to watch the like the last half of the third quarter and then the fourth quarter I was working so I didn't really get to see any commercials and then that's fine I didn't really care um there
1: yeah there was uh it was there was a lot of a lot of the, it wasn't so much funny commercials this year it was a lot of like heartfelt commercials yeah you know, which very, I did,
0: which again I, I didn't want <laughs> I just didn't care i I liked know?
1: it. There was there were some very cool concepts and such. Um, you know, everybody's still raving about the Budweiser one, which was which was pretty cool.
0: Which whatever, um, I drink Miller Light, so I don't want to hear it.
1: My my favorite commercial though was, uh, other than the one I had a friend in a commercial again. It's my third year in a row, so it was in the um, Mercedes Benz commercial. So I was like, yes, so I have to say I like that one just because she course. rules and and is awesome. Um, but, uh, my favorite was, I think it was Ford and it was the being stuck commercial. So it's like somebody on a ski lift and they're the only one on the ski lift. I did see that one. I did. Yeah, I saw that one. The only reason I love it is there's the guy in the wetsuit trying to get it off.
0: Yeah.
1: That's me. I have had that. Like I've had the shirt on that's too tight and I can't get it off and I'm doing circles trying to get my arm out of the sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) When that commercial came, I laughed my ass off i'm like i can so relate to this commercial and it is it's awesome
0: (laughs) no the funniest thing to me was the game itself like each time new england scored on atlanta or there was something that went bad for atlanta i just couldn't stop laughing because it was ridiculously funny to me how imploding how much implosion there was there like I I no longer felt bad about the Packers just imploding against the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game two years ago because this was epically worse. Like they won that game by halftime. It was over. And then yeah. and then they just let New England come back. Like it it was it that just made me laugh. Anyway, that's sports stuff. Um
1: <laughs> Yay, sports.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, man. Shut up. You don't like sports? I get it. It's the same people that ridicule people <laughs> who watch award shows and tweet about it. Like, you don't have to read their tweets. You don't have to watch the award show. I don't. I hate award shows. But I'm not ripping people because they watch it.
1: Well, I think the thing is, is, like, when people don't get sports and there's an entire day dedicated to sports, you don't feel inclusive of it. You know, like, I I, I am not a huge sports fan. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm a complete... I root for my hometown teams, and that's all I really care about. I know enough to be dangerous. But when it's like an entire day dedicated to sports, I kind of get glass-eyed over. Like I I don't care either. So I, I know where that comes from, and I can totally relate. And I think it's funny because I can relate. But I don't think it's anything like disrespectful. I think it's just comedy.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Uh depends on who's the one talking about it, I guess. Um, yeah, so Super Bowl. Uh, what else? Trailers, stuff like that. Um, Nothing really blew me away. Guardians trailer was more of kind of, you know, just awesome stuff. I guess the two broke geeks talked about all the trailers and stuff, so you can go to their episode oh, nice. and listen to all that stuff. Um, we we'll,
1: need to get caught up on their uh, podcast. We
0: probably have discussed it in a geek out, but probably not to their extent because they talked about it throughout their whole episode. So there's that. Um, nice. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I can't think of anything else to ramble on about. I at, don't know. Either. At all.
1: <clears throat> there's a lot to ramble on about. It's just, we can go on 500 different tangents. It's it's a good time to be a fan. That's, that. it's just a given. I mean, anything that you like, right now, there's access to it. If you like cartoons, there are amazing, I mean, heck, they're bringing Samurai Jack back. Like, how can you not get excited about that? And TV shows like season two of, of Stranger Things and, and sports, you know, like, I was watching your guys's coverage. Was it WrestleMania or something like that the other day, like last week or the week before? Uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Like there are so many opportunities to people to just get excited about it. Don't get this wrong, but pointless stuff, like wealth of useless knowledge stuff. Like there's being an Uber fan of Transformers is not going to project you in life that much, but it's going to make you happy. You know, and I love that the world has embraced that, and it's it's just cool. Yay, stepping off my soapbox.
0: Yeah, Transformers. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So yes, the, the Ringside Geeks talked about Royal Rumble, and this week we'll talk about the Elimination Chamber, which is on, which was on, which was on Sunday. We already talked about it. Sorry, podcast time travel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for our episode this week. Uh, I, I promise I won't say uh as much next time, and I'll probably be a little more awake. And I gotta wake up early, so um, promote another podcast on the network, Jenny, if you could, for a minute, anyone you want.
1: Well, let's talk about geek out. That's what we're just uh,
0: geek out or ringside geeks,
1: ringside geeks, Ring, ringside <laughs> geeks, yeah, geeks and. Geeks out and yeah, ringside geeks. Co- is,
0: co-owner is, of the entire network Just can't even get them straight.
1: I, dude, I don't know my name half the time. It's like, hey, nice to meet you, and your name like, is Robbins. It's yeah. like a mom,
0: mom, confusing the names of her kids.
1: Bill <laughs> Butcher, oh, damn it!
0: <laughs> you over there? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that one with that L wrestling stuff.
0: Yes, the ringside yeah, uh, geeks. What about him?
1: Uh, well, uh, so I don't. I do not know anything on modern wrestling. I come from. An '80s wrestling background because I have older brothers and they were obsessed when this was back in the the Ric Flair days and like the Four Horsemen and, mm-hmm. and you also got like the Junkyard Dog and Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Like I'm I'm old, but um, I always see these things like the new wrestling because it's in my eyes wrestling's like a soap opera and it's epic in that sense. But I don't have the time to develop into it. But I watch your guys' tweets start going on whenever there's an event going on, and I get so excited for the characters without even knowing who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's great, like just the reactions you guys have, and like the dynamic you and Tom go back and forth on is hilarious. Uh, the the so, best. I say, if you, if you, even if you don't like wrestling, you gotta, you gotta take a listen just for the comedy factor.
0: We try to have a good time. Uh, yeah, there you go. Ringside geeks at ringside geeks on Twitter and Instagram. And very, very soon I will be Instagramming from Monday night raw and Tom and I will be Instagramming from WWE fast lane in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, you know, all that good Did stuff. Did you guys
1: get your tickets? You're going,
0: uh, he still has to buy his plane ticket, but yeah, we got tickets to the event.
1: Woo-hoo! And... That's going to be epic.
0: Yeah. And then Monroe is actually going to WrestleMania. So she'll be there Instagramming the crap out of that weekend.
1: Dude. All right. So there's that. Keep an all eye right. out.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to Atomic, Geek- Atomic Geekdom Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. If you liked what you heard tonight or in any of the other episodes, please give us a review and rate us on iTunes really helps us out. Um, you can find our show along with the aforementioned Ringside Geeks, Two Broke Geeks, and... Oh, excuse me. Just Two Pals on AtomicGeekdom.com, The Satchel Player, Google Play, and iTunes. Thank you again for listening. Again. One more time. Again. Uh Please tell a friend uh, if you want to donate monetarily. You can go to Patreon. com slash AtomicGeekdom and there's all kinds of stuff that you can do there and get rewarded for donating. Or you can just, you know, throw five bucks at us and that be the end of it. But, you know, by no means have to do it monetarily. But if you do, we're going to start doing some new rewards where if we reach a certain goal. Uh, the hosts of various podcasts on this network will do embarrassing things. Such as Randy will wear a shirt that says Nintendo sucks. Or,
1: oh my gosh, that's uh, like, that's hard.
0: Matt will wear a shirt that says he loves Batman v. Superman. Uh, Jenny will wear one of the Hot Topic Suicide Squad shirts for a whole day. (laughs) Um, You know, we'll figure some random embarrassing things to do. And we'll live tweet it throughout the day so you can see it all. And, you know, that kind of good stuff. uh, A a podcast friend of ours we've had on the show, uh, The Flash. I should really get this right. Lash TV, I think it's called. It's been a long time since I've talked to those folks, but I saw that they did something similar. Um, I need to find the exact name of the show. Flash TV Talk. Uh, they did something similar with their Patreon, and I thought it was clever, and we're going to borrow it because I think it's a good idea and fun for everyone. So there it is. All right, that's the end of our show. Jenny, when Jenny's on, she gets the last word, and this week the last word
1: is... Stormtrooper. That was the thing I saw.
0: Works for me. Or The
1: Last Unicorn. I saw that he's watching that. I love that movie.
0: He he decided to not be on this podcast so that he could watch the last unicorn. What a jerk.
1: I think he needed it. He needed he needed to to detox. Alright, one more time the last word is. Last unicorn.